Hello everyone, this is Gruesome Herzog. Tonight's guest is Todd Jason Cook and Rebecca Torres. How are you guys doing? I'm doing Hi. great, how are you? Wonderful. Hi Rebecca. Hey, how are you? Good, I just happened to find you on Facebook and I added you and you, you came back. Um, <laughs> just, uh, it's, uh, I, I watched the trailer of the uh, Zombified earlier this morning. And uh, I was quite impressed. Now I'm dying to see it, so I guess I have to wait. <laughs> well, that's that's good to hear that you're you're dying to see it. <laughs> yeah, being stuck here in PA where there's nothing, except for the horror find in Gettysburg about a month ago, but that's about it. It's kind of yeah. boring down here, up here. Well, wait, Pennsylvania is where uh, Night of the Living Dead was filmed. It, that's a famous place. Well, actually, it's towards Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm actually in Lancaster County. I'm like four hours oh. from Pittsburgh, and I'm uh, 60 miles from Philly. Okay. So you're not watching the Eagles right now? I hate the Eagles. I'm a Steeler fan. <laughs> <laughs> now, I must say this quick. Uh, are you guys Cowboy fans or Texans fans? Not Cowboys fans at all. Never. At least I won't be. Todd grew up in, you know, you were born in Dallas. You were No, no I was born here. So no, I, I was uh, an Oilers fan, I guess, when I was little. Texans, I, I kind of follow a little bit. Um, but our, our, our favorite teams are ones that nobody would expect in the first place. <laughs> yeah, the, we follow we follow the Colts and the Saints. So last year's Super Bowl was quite interesting at the house. Yeah, I'm an Eli fan, and she's a Peyton fan, just so that we can have some more rivalry in the household. <laughs> well, see, I'm a big Ben fan, so... You know, here nor they, there's a lot of stories are going around. But you know what? He's back healthier than ever. He's like 30 pounds lighter. So I think Steelers are going to dominate our division. But anyways, I was going to say, Dallas had a bad loss today, and the Texans had a bad loss today. Yes, they did. Isn't that amazing? They can go 3-0 and lose, lose, lose. Well, of course, the Cowboys are 1-3. They never had a chance. But football's weird. It's any given Sunday. Any given Sunday, yeah, exactly. that's pretty much it. That's, that's it. Friday night lights and all. <laughs> so, Rebecca... Um, what, it's, it's kind of hard to. I, I don't want to sound like a dumb, ask dumb questions. But what was your experience in Zombified? Ah, uh, you know, <clears throat> my favorite thing to do in movies is uh, to do stunts. I love doing action flicks. Okay. So to do Zombified was a whole lot of fun in that regard. I got to play the tough girl, do my my Angelina Jolie kicking butt kind of moves and play with fire and that so that that was the fun part. Awesome. It it was a long there were long shoots from four in the morning that at you know twenty eight degree weather but when you're moving around that much it really doesn't matter. Right. Now did you resent Todd for making you work so hard? I don't think so. I think it's fun. I mean, they were there were a lot of work, but they were a lot of fun. No, we did have a lot of fun. But just to kind of touch on what Rebecca said, the stunts in the film, um, you know, you're making an indie film. You'd rather avoid the expense of hiring stunt doubles, number one. And number two, how are you really going to get the right body type match, hair length? You can always kind of tell. So really just want to go to your actors and say, you know, are you are you okay with your head hitting the wall? Are you okay with being thrown down? <laughs> you know, right, right. you never know what they're going to say. And they're like, man, I want to make this look as real as absolutely possible. 
so they they did their own stunts and and they were all real. So I mean, there's real punches, kicks, everything you see in the film is real except for punches to the face, and uh, those are the only ones we try to you know film them in a way that it's more of a reaction snap from the head that's in the sound effect that seals it. But all the other punches, kicks, uh, slams, throws are actual physically done, full speed. I actually have a uh, card on my keychain for a hospital right by my house that says, I will be seen in 15 minutes or it's free. <laughs> She's a frequent flyer with a... Uh, <laughs> with a hospital, yeah. Well, I'm, I must comment on your, your uh, tougher, tough as uh, Jolie. Trust me, I think you're tougher than Angela Jolie. So <laughs> put that out there now. <laughs> when I saw Tomb Raider, I was like, man, that just looks like a lot of fun. Specifically, there's this part. Have you ever seen the movie? No. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not a Jolie fan. so. Ah, And I'm not a Tomb Raider fan, but I went to see it. I can't remember why. But she's on these bungees. All right. Just going up and down with the bungees. And I'm like, that's just that just looks like fun. Anything where I can be like disengaged from the ground, high, <clears throat> up in the air, uh, it's awesome. I know I and Todd sometimes can't join me because he is afraid of heights. But <laughs> yeah, I don't heights one, but I love the the fire and, and all that other stuff. But you know, as a director, I don't get to enjoy the stunts anyway, really. <laughs> However, I did I did enjoy some in Zombie Fight because I also do act in the film, and I kind of had to do it because I became a director as a result of being an actor first, which that's the way a lot of you know people go and. And, you know, somebody like Angelina Jolie, I'm sure maybe in 20 years she'll probably wind up a director. You know, actors always become directors, it seems. It's just kind of a transition. Right. And, I, and I'm sure, yeah. Now, you mentioned about heights. I'm not afraid of heights, but do you know what freaks me out and you won't catch me dead getting on it is a bungee jumper. Forget it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I'm into that one either. I, I, haven't, I haven't figured out how I feel about that one. I took my first helicopter ride when it, when it takes off. Oh, because you're you're it's like a roller coaster. You're you're facing the ground, and then it levels off. And you're fine, but no. Nah. Like I said, I'm not scared of heights, but forget that. That sudden drop stuff. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I like flying. I don't like falling at a high rate of speed with a sudden stop. No. No, I'm too old for that. Anymore. Wednesday, you said. It's minutes? yeah. It's it's all this week. It it actually officially starts tomorrow, Monday, with something called Splatterfest that occupies the first two days of the fest. And that's uh, being run by the director of Spirit Camp, Carrie Byer. Um, Splatterfest is something that uh, he recently ran as a horror film short competition. Basically, it's like a 24-hour film fest or video fest, if you've ever heard of these competitions, where yeah, you meet somewhere. They gave each team a prop to murder somebody with, basically a murder weapon, and you have to make a five-minute short within 72 hours and turn it in by midnight on the third day. And I was drafted to be an editor on one of the shorts, and it was just a whole lot of fun. Rebecca was on a competitor team, so she and I did smack-talking the entire week, which was <laughs> a whole lot of fun. And various pictures were going up on Facebook of, uh, I had one, like, with the uh, holding the, the decapitated heads of the two directors that were working on Rebecca's team. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so we were smack-talking each other all week, and it was pretty fun. Uh, but the screenings for the Splatterfest movies will be tomorrow, Monday, and then Tuesday. And then Wednesday the 13th through Friday the 15th is the big Houston Horror Fest, which is two films a night. 
uh, each night. And uh, Rebecca, you want to give them the lineup of those films? Um, Wednesday night we have Flesh Keeper. Then we have a short called Lady Fingers. After that is Sweatshop, just one of the most amazing films that that I have ever seen. Period. Not only in Houston horror, but just period. People, you know, they call call this a slasher film, but uh, the guy who plays the Beast, which is the killer in the film, our friend Jeremy Summerall, he calls this a smasher film. Oh, man. <laughs> and there's a good reason, because the killer has a giant mallet, or anvil, whichever it is. I'm it's, sorry, are you, uh, are you finished with uh, reading them off, or did I cut no, you off? No, 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 okay. we, we can comment. Yeah, so uh, Flesh Keeper and Sweatshop are the 13th. Yeah. yeah. Ford? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I've been checking out Sweatshop also in the Facebook fan page. That's how I found a lot of these movies, Todd. That's how I found yours. I go through the Facebook pages and I keep rooting, rooting, rooting. And I find stuff and I add them and I read it. <laughs> so that's I'm a very per, I'm a type of person that I constantly research. I'm always looking for new stuff. That's so. cool, and I'm glad that you found us. We love doing this type of thing, and it's it's really good way to get word out about you know indie film fest and stuff that don't get a whole lot of recognition sometimes. Yeah. Okay, so Thursday, so October 14th. Thursday the 14th, we have... Uh, the first thing we have is a short by Wayne Slayton called uh, Forever and After, which stars Roxy Vandiver. Then uh, right after that is Wayne Slayton's movie Back Road. Wow. And that one starts, I believe, at 7.30. And then at 10 o'clock is Spirit Camp with Roxy Vandiver and Julian and... Carrie Byers movie. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday night is the premiere of Dead of Night. Dead of Night. Joe Grisafi's Dead of Night. And then uh, on that night at 10 o'clock is Zombified. Two world premieres on the same mm-hmm. night. We kind of thought that was a neat way to close the fest, number one. And number two, as we were pairing up these movies, we realized that Zombified and Dead of Night share the most consistent cast members, or at least... There's we- seven... Seven people common people in each film. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, forgot. Yeah. Uh, the trailer for the toy box is on Thursday in between yes. Spirit Camp and Back Road. I forgot about that one. That's another but, one. I know. And, that, you're, and you're in that one, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I, I did a cameo in that one, too. <laughs> uh, if you don't mind, I want to talk about that, too, a little bit later in the next couple minutes. Yeah, I've been hearing toy box for a while, but, yeah, it's Texas is known... Uh, don't quote, don't get, quote me if I'm wrong. Like I said, I, I interviewed Roxy about uh, four weeks ago. I can't remember quite remember. And there's like a connection in Texas. You know, most of the actresses know each other, and a lot mm-hmm. of times, like you said, they're you know, a couple of them are in one movie, they're in another movie together. And I think that's so neat because you keep the chemistry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We like to share our talent, and I think. That's where the entire concept of HoustonHorror.com came up, which is the website that Rebecca created and designed herself. So she upkeeps and manages the website. And that was basically our attempt of, hey, you know, uh, we're a bunch of directors making these quality indie films, and we all have the same common goal of wanting to really bring Hollywood to Texas, so to speak, in our own way through indie filmmaking. And we decided, hey, why, why do this all individually alone when we can put all these talents together. And the moment we did that, within 
three months, we started getting all kinds of people submitting movies to us, and people want to qualify for Houston Horror, and it became a big deal pretty quick, and then the fest idea came up shortly after that. Now here we are with a, a huge fest coming out, and Zombie Fight sold out uh, last week, and they had to move us to their largest theater, and we're, we're pretty excited. So it's crazy how quickly things happen just after these ideas were put together. Right. Now, as far as the fest, now you have to pick, what was that, eight of them? Eight? Three, six, six movies you have to pick? Is that how that works? And then you have to pick... Yes. We, we had the original six. Okay. Uh, Flesh Keeper was one that we had to put in. Uh, that's not a Houston horror film per se, but Stacey Davidson and Mel House worked on it. Okay. Uh, so that we could include Mel House in it because Mel House, his movies have contracts that we can't include in in our fest unfortunately and by the time that we found that out it was very hard to include one of the other films that wasn't either complete or you know what have you all the kind of red tape so uh flesh keeper is not officially a houston horror movie but the original six movies in houston horror were sweatshop spirit camp zombified dead of night back back road and walking distance so those were the original six we were going to show. Yeah, Walking Distance has Adrian King and Reggie Bannister, so, you know. And Debbie Rishon. And Debbie Rishon, yes. Yep. Now, I'm going to catch First up. Fest. Are they, oh, really, is it? Oh, yeah. That's why we're pretty pretty surprised at how quickly things have blown up and, you know, it's, it's really taken off. I'm like, well, you know, this is our first fest. If it's really that well received, obviously we want to do Fest 2, which would include the toy box and whatever five other films Renfield the Undead that's another one I want to see and then what else is do we know of any others Uh, let's see will Jacob be done in time for that possibly Jacob uh, possibly Imago depending on a lot of them depend on the contracts that they get Possum Walk has it this this is in particular Houston horror if if it's something in Dallas or Austin it wouldn't be on the site Although I own DallasHorror.com, AustinHorror.com, so I, yeah, I think we even globalized a little more with TexasTerror.com. Right? So <laughs> I, I, I've already made investments for expansion. For future opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Thing grows, why not? You know, we we want to create something big here and show, hey, there's there's amazing movies being made all over the place that people just aren't aware about. It's not all Hollywood, so we're trying to change people's perspective on indie filmmaking by, you know, first of all, with this fest, and also helping bring more respect to horror, because it's the most, uh, you know, underrated and most un- unrespected genre, I think. I mean, it has a huge fan base and a huge following, but at the same time, it doesn't get the respect that it should, simply because, well, there's bl- there's blood and there's boobs, oh, there's got to be no value to that in a lot of people's minds, but these are really great films. They're fun, and they do have good stories. Oh. Oh. You brought it up. Toy Box. I've been hearing a lot about this, and there's not much information on it. Okay, what do you want to know? <laughs> basically, I, obviously you can't say too much, but what's basically what it's about? I mean, you, you can give me a sample, but not all of it. Sure. Uh, there was a serial killer in uh, Truth and Consequences, New Mexico. I want to say about... 1999 uh, named David Parker Ray and he was accused of torturing and killing numerous women from a a good span of time I want to say from the 70s to the 90s maybe 20 years 
1999, he was torturing one in, uh, girl in particular that uh, named Cindy, and uh, she got away, and they were able to they were able to get him in jail for torturing, but I don't think they were able to prove that he killed anyone because there were no bodies. And I think maybe a year, not long after he was sentenced, he died of a heart attack. So he didn't get to be in jail very long. But the movie is a documentary-style horror film directed by Michael Colburn, and it stars Jeremy Norton, Scott Guthrie, Jennifer Peebles, who are just three amazing individuals, amazing actors, and... I, I can't wait to edit it since I will be editing it. So I'm very excited about the whole project. Uh, my scene in particular was a seance, and it freaked the heck out of all of us. <laughs> Probably easily, considering zombified, um, uh, uh, considering zombi- zombified, uh, the toy box scene was actually probably the scariest thing I've ever done. So, and... The star of it also said that that's one of the scariest things he's ever done, and I think he's been in, like, 50-plus films. So it's it's a scary thing to do some crazy things with Ouija boards and, and uh, oh, yeah. upside-down stars and all that kind of stuff. It's Well, and the reason in the movie is called The Toy Box to begin with is because um, the, uh, the, the real-life uh, serial killer... He created a thing called the, that he referred to as the toy box. It was like a hundred thousand dollars that he spent to create a torture chamber in his own freaking house. That's that's twisted. Yeah. So that's that's where the name comes from. That's cool. Yeah. Now I noticed that uh, uh, you also there, Bianca is in Toy Box too. Yes. Yes, she is. And my girl's in there too from Spirit Camp. Julen. Julen. Yes. Yes, she is. I was there for her scene. I was there for 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 her scenes. So, I I wasn't inside the torture chamber, but I was right outside. It it it's amazing how much uh, Jeremy's very into method acting. So the the director was very much accommodating to that. So anything that us girls would do to kind of feel secure or feel safe. Yeah, it was thrown out the window. They they made me get out of the, of the chamber pretty quickly when they were doing stuff to Dylan. I was like, ah, oh, no. great. <laughs> <laughs> she was awesome. I mean, like as if Julian ever does anything that's not awesome. But uh, she was amazing in it, and and I the acting is superb. The directing was great. Just amazing, amazing group of people to to have hooked up with for the sake of a stunt. That's the funny thing. I was there to a stunt. All you were going to be able to see was my butt. Right. Yeah, because IMDb. I, I, now, are these dates? Do they come from the source, or are they just like guessing? Or I never understood that. They, they should be the source, because I mean, I put Zombie on there myself, and I, I listed, uh, you know, the the main cast and crew, and then anybody else that was involved in it as far as the you know extras because we had about 400 people I just sent out an email blast and said add yourselves <laughs> you know, there's, right, just, right. there's too many you know I'm just gonna do the main 30 40 people that I know are there and then <laughs> we talk much about to 
uh, promote the film, I would think, is uh, we have a, uh, I think, is a brand new crossover that has never been done, and then it's that's uh, combining slasher film and zombie film. So this, to me, is like Friday the 13th with zombies in it, but not quite so much Friday the 13th. I just use that as a, well, that's my big inspiration of what made me a director, so I, I tend to emulate some of those types of films, but it's a real good balance of slasher film kills and zombie kills, and the whole story has a cohesive sense to it. Uh, the killer has something to do with things that are going on, and I think that people will get a real kick out of, of seeing that crossover. I, I refer to that as my way of combining chocolate and peanut butter, and I hope the audience says that it tastes great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, then on top of that, we're trying to bring a new concept to the the zombie story, and instead of having, you know, dead people coming out of the ground or, or it being a, a virus, ours is... Uh, something that the serial killer has apparently created that is an auditory type thing but you can't really tell exactly what it is or what's in it but it affects a bunch of people at a uh, who are at a club at the beginning of the movie listen, you know, watching a band play a concert and everybody just becomes rageful zombies and they bust out and Rebecca's character gets chased down the hall by 250 people and eventually you know, she's wandering out in the wilderness and runs into a serial killer who she has a really brutal confrontation with and breaks free from that. She eventually catches up with her bandmates, and then from that point on, it's up to them to figure out what the connection is between this killer and the zombies and, and how do we stop it because it's it's an audible thing, and next thing we know, the killer has taken this and put it into an MP3 format and uploaded it to the freaking Internet, so now it's going everywhere. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we're bringing in all of today's technologies. Instead of trying to avoid the issue, you know, we realize, hey, we got to put in cell phones and texting and and download this on your phone and you know your computer. And <laughs> yeah. So we're working in all the modern stuff. So actually, you're going another route because if you watch a lot of horror movies today, and I hate to say this, but it's funny, but the cell phone never works. You notice that no signal. Yeah, and you're going now, the, you're going the opposite way with it. But yeah, ours works all the time. Now, at the very, very end, and I don't want to give away the end, there is a snag. you you got to have a little bit of a snag. And eventually, obviously, things work out. But that creates a little bit more tension when suddenly, yeah, the signal does have a little bit of an issue. And that's that's part of reality, too. You know, we don't have perfect signal quality. We're not all in a 3G or 4G network here. So, right, right. Especially when you're out in the middle of the woods. So, to me, that feels like a realistic uh thing to do to have the signal get shaky when you're in the middle of the woods. Well, I want you guys to let me, I want you guys to let me know how it turns out I mean, as far as it's showing. Yeah, I definitely will. I, 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 it's going to be exciting. I mean, we just found out that Fox News uh, is going to cover uh, Tuesday morning. They're going to have Joe Grisafi and Wayne Slayton on talking about the entire fest, and there will be clips of Zombified and all the other films shown. And then uh, ABC and CBS, I believe, Channel 11 and 13 locally here, are coming out, I believe, to do some coverage, and then there's several radio networks doing ticket giveaways, and it's it's turning into something exciting. So I think it's going to be very well attended. That's awesome. That's exactly what you guys need. Yeah, you know, again, that's just the first fest. So I feel like, hey, if we can be this successful on the first attempt, it, it can only get better. Exactly. And, and then we can make, you know, Zombie Five Two and Sweatshop Two or whatever these guys want to do in the future. You know, some of us have already talked about sequels, and you know, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Well, see, the thing about it is, is you know, you use the perfect title because people like myself who are zombie freaks, 
Mm-hmm. That's an eye catcher right off the bat. Yeah, I, I did that on purpose, and I spelled it with the full word zombie instead of zombified, like most people spell. In fact, that's how it gets listed in a lot of places. They leave the E off, and I'm like, no, it's zombified. I did that on purpose so that people will search for the word zombie and find it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's excellent. I just can't wait to get uh, to see it. Not, you know, like I said, but... Tell you what, you know, I'm, I'm very happy for you guys... I'm hoping it's going to be a big success. The way, the way it looks, it's going to be, because I've been reading a lot of stuff on Facebook about it. So, I will say this. If if you like people to see people dying, the amount of kills in this movie... Uh, we I was talking to Larry Carroll earlier, uh, one of the other Houston horror directors, and he was like, I think that's a record of some sort. <laughs> You mean the kills of zombie fight? Yeah. Oh man, if I I have my computer on, I don't know if I can find the file, but if I can, I can give you the exact body count. I rather no, 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 don't do that. Spoiler, no. spoiler, spoiler. No, no, that's not a spoiler. I just you know, there's a ton of zombie, there's a ton of slasher kills, and then hey. there. Yeah. I love it. It's above. I will say it's above thirty. Oh, way higher. <laughs> Thirty just seemed like a good number. Yeah, you're just guessing now. <laughs> I think thirty was <laughs> just one portion of the guild. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's that's the one thing that this movie has is oh my gosh, a massive it's, body count. It's yeah. a massive body count. And, and 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 I think one of my favorite things about this movie is when we first shot it, you know, and and we cut together a director's cut, which you always do. We wound up with a two-and-a-half-hour movie, and, of course, obviously the end result is, needs to be 90 to 100 minutes or whatever you can cut it down to. So we got rid of about an hour of the movie. And by doing so, we really cut so much dialogue out that this movie is almost just all action all the way through, and you only get the dialogue that you need to tell the story, and I think that's kind of neat. Right, it exactly. Took, took a really long time to make this movie as, as a result of that, but, hey, you know, it's so much better of a of a film to see something that you know starts off with a concert and then there's boom there's people turning into zombies there's a serial killer just hacking up people and it's you know Rebecca's character is on the run from scene 6 through scene 23 pretty much non-stop and then you know that she gets picked up and then just more chaos all the way through and there's just very little moments to sit down and take a breath you know we want a, a complete roller coaster ride that is as fast and serious as possible right. for the budget that we had it might be a blessing, you know that, because there's a lot of men, if you keep it fast-paced, people are never going to, you know what I mean, they're, they're always going to want to watch it. If it's, if it's yeah. Non-stop. We're trying to make it to where people are constantly on the edge of their seat, you know, and, and wondering, you know, if they should blink because they might miss something, you know. We're, we're trying to keep it that intense. Not only that, I think one of the elements of Zombified is that there's, when you have a lot of action and a lot of kills, you wonder how character development kind of go, go, comes into play. Um, in Spirit Camp, for example, character development was a huge part of the movie. And uh, I, I like that in Zombified, the audience kind of follows the chaos with it. You, you don't have really enough time to get to know a person in one scene. You know, you can't peg this person as, oh, this person's like this, because... Right as you're you're thinking, oh, so we're getting to learn about this person. Boom, there's something happens, and you either have to wait till the next scene or they're gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think that if 
this were to happen in real life, which, granted, it will never happen in real life, but if you could, in fact, turn people into zombies by a song, and it were a global event, you wouldn't have time to get to know anybody. You'd just be like, hi, uh, you're going to hit me, you're going to kill me, I'm dead. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, is, that is correct. I mean, it would be a completely chaotic situation. I mean, there, nobody has time to sit there and learn full characteristics of all the characters in this film, but they know them long enough to know that you know these people are in a chaotic environment and they're fighting to save you know their friends, to save their own lives, and to you know eventually save the entire freaking world with this MP3 situation that's gotten out, and it's going to be hard to convince people that this is really happening because it sounds so ludicrous when you go to a cop and say you know <laughs> we were at a concert and everybody just started yeah feasting on each other sure yeah, yeah <laughs> just right. You know, they're never going to believe you, so it's, you know, they take it all into their own hands and try to handle things, and I think it's really cool just the the way it turned out, um, and that you, you know, again, you just followed that same core group of characters all the way through without really having to know what their favorite song is or who their favorite, uh, or what their favorite restaurant is, you know, as far as character development. We, we just give you just the meat and bones and, or meat and potatoes and just send, send the zombies out for the bones. Listing uh, the times and all, then we I can let you go. Okay, Houston Horror Houston Horror Fest officially begins Monday tomorrow, eleventh uh, and twelfth with Splatter Fest. That starts around I think seven p.m. and those are the Splatter Fest short films that were were done, and that should be a lot of fun because I think there's eighteen of them to watch, which is just awesome. And then Houston Horror Fest officially begins Wednesday, October thirteenth, seven thirty p.m. with Flesh Keeper, ten p.m. Sweatshop. On the 14th, we have Back Road at 7.30 p.m., and we have Spirit Camp at 10 p.m. And Friday, we have two world premieres, beginning with Dead of Night at 7.30 p.m. and Zombie Fight at 10 p.m. And to buy tickets, you can go to HoustonHorror.com. There is a VIP pass available for all six films for only $36, which is a better deal, or individual passes available for $9 apiece. And you can also Google Alamo Drafthouse West Oaks Hall if you'd like to go directly to their website to buy them. If you order them from HoustonHorror.com, it pulls from the Alamo site. So they're the ones selling the tickets at the end of the day. But uh, that's the whole deal. Excellent. I am so glad you guys came on. Thank Thank you you for having us. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. We'd love to do it again someday. Trust me. I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) We'd love to have you come out to a Houston Horror Fest and podcast from there. You know what? I've been get back off, so who knows? Yes. Yeah, we could use you for Z2. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, that's cool. Uh, let me know how you made out. Absolutely. Sounds- I'll give you a report um, at you know, the beginning of next week once the chaos is <laughs> back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll just Facebook email you. Um, okay, that's fine. The links. Okay. No problem. Well, thanks again. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and take it was care. nice meeting you. You, you take too. care. Take care. Bye. Bye.